0: following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. this, no Cowboys! This
0: is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
1: World Headquarters
0: at the Star in Frisco.
2: hand on Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in
0: the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. The Dallas Cowboys are champions of the NFC East. They have also <laughs> improved to 11 and 4 on the That's 2021 cool. season with an cool. absolute beatdown of the Washington football team 56 to 14 the final score on Sunday night football as we welcome you in. To Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the star in Frisco. And it is a very special victory Monday, cause one, the Cowboys are champions of the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Tech Maharrison, you get five seconds to celebrate the championship for the NFC East. How, How about the Cowboys? Four, three, two. He only needed one. That's really all that, that was, was it. <laughs> <laughs> And then two, the Cowboys get probably the most complimentary, most complete team win of the entire season against the Washington football team. Mm. So I don't even think I have to ask these, this question, but how are you guys doing?
2: I'm disappointed. Stop it. I'm really disappointed. I was, I was really you? expecting them to win 56-7. to seven. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really ticked off right now
1: that mm. they allowed them to score that last touchdown. Heck, man, well, I, I mean <laughs> – can't please everybody. It's just one of those things, dog. I'm sorry that you are one of one on the disappointed aisle. You are there by yourself. All yeah. right, because fifty-six to fourteen, that's what they call a old school beat down right there. Is that when they when you hold somebody's chin up? Ooh, you smack them. You smack, him right? you smack him right? Let me. I will break my hand. Hold yeah. your head up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Bad. I was
0: disappointed though. Yeah. Why why were you disappointed, Chris? Chris. Well they, well, they said that the, the team record was 59. To, mm-hmm. to break that record, you just need one more touchdown. Yeah. And that would have been awesome.
1: Yeah. And we could have done that at any time. Could and have been you a 60-burger. They, they pulled off of them. They pulled it's off. It's more like a 60-steak, right? You mm. hit 60. Oh, steak. I was praying. Oh, I wanted that so bad. He, boy... When you, boy. You saw the tweet, right? I saw the tweet. <laughs> hey, I don't I, think Isaiah saw it. He was sitting I right saw next the, to me. He didn't see I it. saw gonna, the tweet. Is
0: he going no, to run to do better on Twitter? <laughs> no. He said he's going to take, was it the 70, burger? Yeah, if they hit 70, which at that time, there was still an entire fourth quarter left and they had already hit the 50. What, what was the tweet? I've I said if they hit 70, which means if they would have scored twice uh, more, that I would have taken all of you out for oh, steak. Shit, I would have texted Kellen Moore. <laughs> I don't
2: yeah. have his number, but I would have figured out a way. You don't even eat steak and you would have been there, <laughs> I would have something. I would have. Some some rubbish. <laughs> some cauliflower would have been the most expensive cauliflower you ever paid
1: for. I promise you that. That's true. Give me all of that.
2: Chris, how was your Whataburger last night?
0: Man, let me tell you something. Oh, I, no. get, I didn't get out of here till like twelve thirty, like close to 1 o'clock. I went by Waterburger, and the line was like...
1: Was a crazy? Everybody, ten, wanted, a like like Everybody wanted a 40 burger. Everybody wanted a
0: 40 burger, and I'm like, man, do I really want to sit in this line? And I know how fast the water burger line goes. It goes mm. really fast, and I, I just drove right. By just it. Didn't, it didn't do it. it. That's said, okay. Didn't do it. Hey, you're not satisfied. You want another one. That's what it is. Yeah, not I really satisfied. wanted it, but I, the line was. I was too tired, and I had to be up here for you guys this morning. Yeah, and not only did they have a 40 burger but they had a 40-burger in the first half. Led at halftime, 42-7. Yeah. to seven. Dak Prescott's that line after the first two quarters. 27 of 35, 321 yards, and he ended up with 330. So he only passed for nine yards in the second half because he only had, what, two drives? Yeah. Four touchdowns in
2: that first half for Dak Prescott. And Who was that guy? Who was what? Who was that guy? The one on the field? The one on the field. That's not the same guy that's been out there the last... No, no, no! Uh, it was, it was oh, a guy no. who was out oh, that, there the that, first that, six or seven. Oh no, years. That, that
1: was Dak. That was Dak. Reign Dakota Prescott. Yes. Okay, so that's that was, him. That was okay. Yeah, that's him. I
2: was, I was wondering who that was. No, he's,
1: he's been here. Uh, no, 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 he's no. No, he he thought maybe the ambiance, maybe that I maybe mean, but, but that dude that stepped on the field yesterday, he said slumped
2: this deck. Yeah, mm. he had a different presence to him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had a different confidence to him. He yeah. had a little pep in his step. Yeah, he did. All right. He, yeah. had a, he had a
1: little, little hip a little gyration was popping yesterday. No. That was a different dude. It's amazing the difference that a couple of drop balls mm. make, mm. right? When you when your receivers are catching uh those difficult throws or catches in between guys taking hits, all right? And the chains are continuously moving. Also, your running game is picking people off. Mm. We talk a lot about getting in sync and stuff like that, but you see immediately once this team starts out and they pay attention to the running game and your offensive line, that was the main thing that I talked about. I wanted to see how this offensive line handled the defensive line because, Isaiah, (laughs) You, you're you you, you kind of you're rubbing off on me in I a good that. way like because that. you're not thinking about it right now. You're looking at the future, so I'm saying yep. to myself, Duran, Payne, Allen. All I put was 99 and 40 on them, right? Like, all I'm seeing is mm-hmm. you know on down the road. Yeah. Can we handle these guys? They did a really good job. There were yeah. some times Biotis had some some miss whatever, right? But for the most part, Dak was able to step up in the pocket, make some throws. He was it. And he even ran. Yes, How he about did. That? Look at that? How about somebody? That? Somebody
2: actually tweeted that, and I think they were listening to the show. Somebody said they must have been listening. to talk He must have been watching Talking Cowboys because <laughs> he actually ran for a couple first downs. It is huge. It, I think he had what, at one point in time he had four rushes for twenty yards. That's, it's 21, yeah. then twenty one, and that's what yeah. he finished with. And, and that, that's amazing because he moves the chains. You move the chains, and that's all it's about. When you start talking about momentum, not only as an individual at the quarterback position, but as a complete offense, it is important that when you have those yards to take, you take them, yeah. right? You don't have to get hurt. Take them, slide. Take them, get out of bounds, right? Take them, whatever you got to do. But make, the, make sure that the chains keep moving. Majority of these passes, and I said it in the pregame show, the pregame live show, if you guys haven't watched that, make sure you guys check that out every time, uh, <laughs> that run the ball, run the ball, play action. We ran the ball, I think, for, what, 108 yards? Mm-hmm. I think we had more rushing yards actually last week. But the difference is we ran so many more play-action passes, and that's where I feel like Dak is confident. I don't. Not to say that Dak can't drop back and throw the ball. We know that he can. But I think he is in his element when he's able to do a play-action. And you see so many plays yesterday came off of that.
0: Now, how much does that open things up? Because the running game wasn't impressive from a box score standpoint. I mean, Zeke had nine carries, 37. Pollard had eight for 34. You didn't have to get the run game going because of the way that Dak Prescott was just dealing early on, the way that he was throwing the ball. So it was kind of opposite of what we were anticipating when this offense would click again. We thought it was going to be the run game first. Yeah. So why was the box score not impressive? Is it just solely based on the fact that Dak using his legs provides this offense so many more options well you have to
2: respect it you have to respect the run and based upon philly did all the work for us (laughs) honestly the week the prior you know the prior game they did all the work so they they presented the threat so anytime you get beat down on the ground game like washington did last week now all of a sudden you come into the next game what's your expectation the next team's going to do the same exact thing they're going to run everywhere they're going to run everywhere and when you know that they have the capability to run everywhere you have to play the run, right? So all of a sudden, now you put a couple runs out there and we get six, seven yards a pop. Now you run the play action because they've already committed to stopping the run, not only from their film study last week, but also the fact that your history shows that you can run the ball against them.
1: No, absolutely. And, you know, Zeke only played the first half and you saw you always see the the intangibles with Zeke, the things that he does with blitz pickups, things like that, but his ability to continuously pick up yards, he was nothing for a loss. I think there was one carry that he had where he had a loss, but just picking up those three, four yards at a time. Continuously, we talk about moving the chains. But those are the things that keep this offense running. We can't make it uh, enough about how the running game drives everything else uh, for this team. I love that. I, you know, And I love the fact that Dak was – look, let's just keep it real. I think the pet peeve and where people criticize Dak is his accuracy mm-hmm. why come? Why is it that Dak can't fit those balls in like you see the Aaron Rodgers and the Russell uh, Wilsons be, be able to get those in between the safety and the corner that's a difficult throw yeah. to make you're basically throwing it into a bucket right and he threw one into Cooper on uh, the sideline talk line. about, oh, side God, talk that about it that was wasn't
0: even a drop but it was just Jesus. a tough catch kind of contouring his body but that, that ball could a, not have been placed better that was a dime.
1: and so so it's, it's just little things like that that he doesn't get credit for uh, but I think when you go up against it and, and Jack Del Rio the way that he was you know, obviously with the cloud coverage he was trying to confuse Dak but Jack, Dak was just like man I've seen this too many times I'm not going to get fooled by this he was just picking them off but also Dalton Schultz Dalton Schultz and the impact that he had on this game. And I think that's where, when we talk about slump or him not playing well, think about the production from the tight end. It wasn't there. Yeah. We The middle of the field, we were not able to take advantage of it. Yesterday, we feasted in between the hashes.
0: That was, that was a, a fantastic point because I think in the past, when Dalton Schultz has had the 11 targets, the 10 targets, the six receptions, and whatever his stat line has been throughout the season, a lot of that has been from five yards in. It's been in the flats. It's been close to the line of scrimmage. They really allowed him to go up the field, up the hash marks a couple times yesterday. And it really opened things up on the edge because look at the red zone. The red zone play calling was much more improved. Terrence Steele had a big man touchdown in the red zone. How about oh, that?
1: How about that? Connor McGovern is hot right now. Yeah, there, was, there were so many tweets in my Conor. inbox
0: of, of people staring down. Ter-
1: that was Steele. hilarious. That, was, that was really, that really was, man.
0: But Terrence Steele. Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, all with receiving touchdowns, coming out of the flat and working their way, leaking into the second level. And I think that's why that, that's a straight, uh, I guess, counterpart of the fact that the Cowboys were able to work the middle of the field throughout these drives.
1: Yeah, and you're 6-for-6 six six in the red zone. Huge. All the things that we talked about. The problems that Kellen Moore was having, I'm just not going to go back to Kellen Moore is in his bag. You know, I'm just going to say that Kellen Moore definitely fixed, he definitely fixed some things, right? And he was able to do that and was able to get this offense and get Dak in rhythm. I mean, there's not enough to say about how well the offense, how the offense looked in that first half. I mean, they were not missing it besides the first drive. I mean, the first drive I was like, oh man, not this again. again. Don't, come on now. Let's not do this. But the defense got him the ball back and you saw it, man. These guys, like the light came on. It's like, man, we can we can get our stuff off on these guys. And they did, man. 56-14. What do you think McCarthy told Kellen Moore after that first drive? <laughs> can we say
2: it? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. But that's the thing is is
0: the offense still, they, they clicked, which is great. That's what you've been looking for. But if there was one thing to nitpick, it was the fact that they didn't do it on the first drive. That's the only thing you could look at this game and say, yeah, that probably wasn't great. It doesn't matter that much. It's a very minuscule thing. You can figure that out moving forward. But the fact that the defense turned around and made themselves a play one single snap later. The first snap, Washington decides to test Trayvon Diggs deep. And what did the man do? He did what he's done all season.
1: And he turned around and had his 11th interception. got to be more careful. got to be more careful. (laughs) And you know, you wish you could play Taylor Heineke every week. That'd be nice, right? That would be he, awesome. He loves our DBs. He does. I mean, he's just gifting. He's that secret Santa. Dance I'm going to give Christmas. you one. <laughs> he's going to give you one. But I just – I look, we're going to talk about the defense in totality. But Dan Quinn, I just got to say this, man. His genius to make teams one-dimensional is, is incredible. Once he makes you one-dimensional, you can't run. All you can do is pass. That's when our guys are at their best. And his ability to put – Guys like Tank, Randy Gregory, in, just in the right places to make plays. And Osa Diggy. I mean, the, the things that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, like Osa Diggy Zor, Carl, Carlos Watkins, and guys like that that are just presenting that pressure up the middle mm-hmm. and making Taylor Heineke so uh, uncomfortable, man. It's just it's great to see our defense, the way that they've come on at the latter half of the year. And, man, look, I don't know about y'all, but this is championship level. That's all I'm, for this defense. This is championship level. They've got to compete like this each and every time. Can you get two and four takeaways a game? I don't know, but they're making it like it, it make it look easy. They balled out. I'm, I'm waiting for this week, Heck. I'm I know. Not, I'm not taking this anything away. From, I'm,
2: I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from what happened last night. You played a professional NFL football team, and you made them seem like they should have never showed up. I need to see this, that same thing this week. This is victory Monday, though. It is. It is Victory Monday. Monday. With that being said,
0: uh, you can have that argument. There are a lot of people that do have that argument. I want to see this against a good team. And the last four weeks, during this four-game win streak, you have not played teams at least at full strength. I mean, Washington and the Saints, as much as they aren't on your level from a talent perspective, they're still in the playoff hunt. Washington, maybe not so much anymore, but they were definitely in the heart of it when you played them the first time. The thing is now is... They, the offense still didn't click in those first 3 games even against bad teams or not so good teams the offense didn't click the offense did everything they needed to and not even just the offense but all three phases finally clicked so i'm with you if they play like that yesterday i don't care if it's the washington football team mm-hmm. on one side i don't th- care if it's the green bay freaking packers nobody's beating the dallas cowboys if they play like they did yesterday <laughs> there's no Ooh, way he just did no, it see there's <laughs> no way <laughs> If they play like they did
2: yesterday, no, 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 I, 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 I agree, Kyle. <laughs> However, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate. These guys balled out yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you an example. When I was growing up, I played played basketball. I was growing up at the Boys and Girls Club. Okay, in the hood, we had the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. that kept you out of trouble. Basketball, homework, all that jazz. Right, and we had a basketball team called Rotary Style. Really, really good basketball team. And you had the, the club league, right? You know, you go on your little tour playing the regular little four or five teams in your league, I see and then where you this is going. and then you had to go. You beat those guys up, right? You're supposed to beat up those guys, just like Washington. Washington's in the Rotary Rotary League. Okay, and then you had, you know, your your team is a select team, so you went to go play like showcases. And you want to go play the teams that are nationally ranked and things like that. That's who the Arizona is. So yeah, you can say yeah we beat these guys up and we destroyed you know our club league team Washington. But now we got to go play one of these select teams, and that's when we measure ourselves and see exactly how good we are. Mm-hmm. So yes, they balled out, but I need to see that same energy this coming week. And I'm not going. We're not taking anything away. I just want mm-hmm. to see it this week.
0: I agree with you. There's a difference in talent level, yes. but they put up 42 points in the first half. And Washington, sure, did not play very well, but I think that was more of Dallas clicking and executing their game plan from beginning to end than Washington being god-awful.
1: You know, the Washington football team is one of 32 teams. Absolutely. uh, And they are in the NFC East. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went on our revenge tour, Mm -hmm. and we've won three road games, regardless of who they were against. They were divisional opponents, and that's tough. Uh, doesn't wins. matter. It, we, you specifically talk about how difficult it is to win in the NFL. You get those wins, you do not cry about nope. them. Here's the thing when people start talking about whether we measure up or not, and I like that reference about you know the, the level of play. I feel as though you when you're not playing down to awesome. your opponent, awesome. and you're coming in saying, no matter what, we're going to open up a can, and see all.
2: They learned that lesson early in the season. Hello. Yeah,
1: yeah. Denver. So, yeah, you you learn that, and you and you go into those games, and you're. We talk about other teams not having their full litany of weapons. We've gone into games without our, out ours. We played yesterday without Tyron Smith. Yep. yep. Okay. Who's talking about that? Nobody's talking about that for us, and they won't talk about that no. for us. But. Oh, they just—we were just talking about Heineken, a four-game winning streak, and their the fourth-ranked defense, and all that. Whatever happened to that? That's and what that, I'm saying. Like going back, this Washington no. team was firing all no. cylinders. So I'm just saying they're still in the hunt. They're not mathematically eliminated from anything. We got a team next week. When you talk about Arizona coming in here, look—the only thing that the Dallas Cowboys have to do is continue to keep this same energy intensity yep. going. This nothing's going to change it. Offensively, see. they don't have to change their spots. They don't have to do anything different. You don't have to show up at home and be anything than what you are right now. And they've already done this consistently. They're on a what four? This is a four-game winning streak. So that confidence that we talked about—that these guys are a little wanting a little—we we, we got to be on a hundred thousand million right now on the confidence
2: scale. You know what I love? You know, to your point in terms of like putting your foot on the throat or you know putting putting the pedal to the metal. I love the fact that they were trying to score more points leading up to the half. Yeah, I love that because I think that that put the point across to your team that, hey, we're not easing up. We learned our lesson early on. Denver was a blessing. That Denver game was a blessing that you got that lesson early on. Some teams aren't going to learn that lesson until late in the season and that's going to kill them. right? But Arizona? We got, yeah, exactly. We got that lesson early on and that's, it. puts you in a position now where, usually, where you understand the situation. You value those opportunities and say, hey, when we have a team down like this, you drag them. You drag them completely. professionally. You completely drag them. You drag them to the point where they start fighting each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that happened.
0: Did it happen? That yeah, did. It, it definitely happened on that sideline with the benches and everything. Don't take our bench. T- don't bring your benches to AT&T Stadium. Stop it. Don't bring <laughs> your what? The benches. B E N. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yep. benches. Benches.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> wait, 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 Let's take our let's take our first break before we fall off the rails to, here. I was trying to break that up. <laughs> All right.
0: All right. When well, we come back here on Talking Cowboys, are the Cowboys clicking on all cylinders? And is it the defense that continues to lead the way? When we return here on from the Star in Frisco. Oh man,
2: don't you bring you
1: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens so whatever your needs insist on Essilor. visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you see more do more Essilor.
0: new dr pepper zero sugar you deserve it i do deserve that you deserve decadent flavor without sugar and a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere And a relaxing bath that your children don't
2: interrupt.
1: I deserve all that?
2: It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't.
1: A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that.
0: Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here.
1: At
2: AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again.
1: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
2: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new.
0: Work. Hey Jay, that's my line. <laughs> well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedaginturf.com.
1: Back to talking cowboys.
2: Jeez.
0: It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witness has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay and apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Sweet baby. Welcome back in to Talking Cowboys. S- Rob is not here today, unfortunately, so we've got Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Kyle Yeomans, Chris Beam in the back. Rob has got a much sleeker look to his mm, wallet Does he now? after the holidays. You know why? For a laptop case. Because <laughs> because Chris Beam gave him a money clip for Christmas. Facts. It was awesome. Came in the other day, and Chris, you,
2: you just said, you know what?
0: Since this thing's been giving you back problems, here you go. <laughs> we wonder I what I kind of it.
2: spring do you have on that thing? Because it's going to get tested. Yeah, it's going to get tested on on the on the money clip. on the money clip. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be quite thick.
0: Yeah, much like you could be yourself if you joined Caliber Collision. Mm. There you go. I like that. There you go. All right, second segment here, and we kind of talked to we hit on it very briefly about the defense setting the tone after the offense really wasn't great on their opening drive. Had that that fake. Hook and ladder. The hook and ladder play type of deal that was dropped by Amari Cooper. Whether he was in the right spot or not, it was just ugly from the get-go. But the Cowboys' defense turns around, not only makes the play with Trayvon Diggs, but later in the quarter, can we talk about to Marcus Lawrence? Mm. Reaching up, tipping the ball in the air, picking it off, finding it on the way down, and then having the athleticism and the awareness and the elusiveness to tiptoe the sideline and take it in for six. Where where does that rank in terms of the best defensive plays
1: you've seen from a Cowboys defender? I mean, it's up there. And the thing about it is Nick Eatman has has tweeted about the Randy Gregory tip ball. In Washington. In Washington. Yeah. And saying that's the greatest defensive play that he'd ever seen. And he's watched a lot of Dallas Cowboys football. Well, hell, I need to know how does this one rank. Because Tank does the same thing. Line of sight, tips it to himself. And Brody took off down that sideline like <laughs> he was not going to be. in the next gen stats say that he was running 17.5 miles Ooh, per hour. That boy was long. Running he was I'm telling you that was that was like hey, don't let the lights up from outside catch you. Yeah. You had to get to that porch, and he was gone, man. You that know, was
2: awesome. One thing that I've noticed, and I don't know if anybody else has picked up on this, when he, when D Law first came back, he. I feel, I feel as if he wasn't himself on the outside, on the defensive end position in terms okay. of his ability to rush. And Dan Quinn, I don't know if Dan Quinn picked up on that, but ever since they figured out their four best rushers, they've moved him to the inside. And he has been at the D tackle position when it comes down to these passing scenarios, and he has flourished at that position. Now he had the punch out from that position. Mm-hmm. He's had this interception from that position. Micah Parsons has now been moved over to the guard over over the guards as well. Parsons is picking on offensive guards. D. Law is picking on offensive guards, and it's it's just something that I thought was very very in, intriguing that these guys are being matched up now against offensive guards instead of offensive tackles.
1: Yeah, it's a mismatch. It's yep. a mismatch. It's a lack of athleticism when you... Like, I won't say that about the big guys on the inside. Mm. <laughs> just,
2: like half of them have found
0: the end zone yeah. at some point this year. Right.
1: It's <laughs> just it's just that matchup between guards. And I think, again, Dan Quinn does a wonderful job of finding those mismatches, whether it be with Parsons or with Tank Lawrence. He's just making sure that we're constantly, in, you know, whether it be mugging the A gap or in the B gap, we're just not allowing any room and once we go with five guys up front I mean when we crowd the line of scrimmage you know it's almost looks like we're playing with 13 guys out there well he creates is man versus man and he he's betting that his guys are going to beat your
2: guy yeah it's literally when he puts those five guys up there he's saying hey you guys got five men protecting I got five guys rushing bet you can't stop my guys
1: and and, and his tank is doing so many good you know the splash plays and things that you see him do that obviously jump off the screen but he is incredible in the run. Yeah. He's incredible in the run. And yes, and just his ability to, you know, at the line of scrimmage, point of attack, all of those things, man, it, for a guy, and he is undersized to be inside, inside. what people yes. don't understand, also. But his, just, his athletic ability, his physicalness, Strength. it's just what's, yeah, that's what's just taking it to the next level.
0: And I mean, going back to the stats and looking at 85 total yards on the ground, 172 through the air, and really a lot of that came in the third and fourth quarter where there was really nothing going in the first half for Washington on either side of the football, but you mentioned that five man front. We've seen that now two weeks in a row and and Dan Quinn sprinkled it in throughout the season as well, but they did it against the Giants. They've now done it against Mm -hmm. Washington. There are pros and cons to doing that, but basically you're challenging the quarterback to make a play at that point in a smaller amount of time since it is five on five, man v. man. So... Can you keep that going against teams like Arizona, who are going to have a Kyler Murray, or do it against an Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs as, or a Matthew
2: Stafford? As long as your cornerbacks can can step up and press mm-hmm. and, and and disrupt the release of the receivers, then yes. Okay. The only the only reason why you would not want to be in that situation or take take that approach defensively is if they if you're off if you're DBs aren't getting a jam because uh, so if you face the Rams and Odell Beckham kills somebody at the line of scrimmage or Coop kills somebody at the line of scrimmage, now all of a sudden they can get a quick release and get a slant route. That's going to hurt you because there's going to be holes in that in that in that man-to-man coverage that's going to enable those guys to catch and run with it, right Get that yak yardage. But when your guys are playing a little bit sticky defense like our cornerbacks are playing right now, and you're putting those those four defensive linemen up there and then walking Parsons up into the into the A gap and saying, hey, we're coming, and we're, I'm, he's going to choose one half of your of your Guard and D Law is going to rip across the the front of your center and pull through, and all of a sudden, my other guys are going to meet you at the meet you at the back of the, uh, the quarterback. It's it's very difficult for offenses because there's not many teams out there that have five offensive linemen that can stop our five best pass rushers. That's the problem that's being presented. He's saying these are my five best rushers. <laughs> these are your five best linemen that Good have been tired this entire game. They're tired.
1: My guys are well rested. Yeah, that, that's the perfect answer. Uh, and it doesn't matter who you play. It's all about disrupting timing. And once our foot, what, that's what we're doing. And, and we're making you look for the hot read. And when you get to the Aaron Rodgers of the world, that's one of the things that they specialize in, is finding that hot read. Mm -hmm. That's why Anthony Brown is going to be so important. Mm -hmm. That's why Trayvon Diggs is so important. That's why the back half with your safeties is so important. Because that hot read, if you're a guy that's sitting underneath that slant or you're jumping that slant, that's a house call. Mm -hmm. But then on the whole opposite end of that, when you play a guy like Kyler Murray that can get out of the back door, your defense is yeah. if you got you guys get too far up the field that's where he can hurt you and that's how he hurts a lot yes. of teams. And so when you go up against a mobile quarterback, you may not have to worry about that so much versus the Rams. Uh but if you if you're sending guys home, you better get home. Yeah. Yeah. Better yeah, get there. Don't take that approach with Murray too often, <laughs> <laughs> just because of the fact that he, he,
2: if he makes one guy miss, there's nobody yeah. left.
0: So you may not see that a whole lot. The final exactly. two weeks because Jalen Hurts is Week 18 as well. So both of those. But guys I don't can think they. I don't, the what I don't nice.
1: think is they will change their spots. I mm-hmm. think that you have legit pass rushers and guys that can get after you. I think for Kyler Murray or any other qu- uh, quarterback, you know, you're going to have so much pressure. You're going to have to find the open spot. So what does that do? You're not looking down the field. Yeah. You're looking to escape. And so uh, his ability to improvise and things like that, that's where we cannot give up that extra yards uh, with quarterbacks that are improvising, but they're not even having any time for that. I mean, 94... 94, 93, doesn't matter who it is, man. Guys are 90s. flying everywhere. <laughs> and quarterbacks, and you saw it, Taylor Heineke was scre- like, oh, 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 God! how do I get out of this? <laughs> yeah, no, Taylor Heineke's he's sore right now. Yeah. but He was sore last time. Damn right. <laughs> and he had a week off
0: yeah. uh, in between. So the last two games that Heineke has played, it's been seeing – the nineties coming is, right after.
1: What is up with Randy Gregory and him camping out he's next hilarious. to Oh
0: my gosh. How much how, how, how hard did you laugh, I laugh when he I rolled laughed. over? I laughed so hard when he rolled over. The awareness over. of knowing one where he is and where Heineken is, but also knowing that he could just remake the meme that he had from two weeks ago. <laughs> that, that's that's Randy yes. Gregory to a T. That's his personality, that's the way that he plays the game. And it's he plays having fun, which is funny because he says he plays better whenever he's mad, but who knows? He didn't he didn't really make like a huge impact in the stat sheet, but he was in the, in the backfield a lot it last ain't night. Ain't no
2: fun if the homies can't
1: have none. And the no homies got it? plenty. Yep,
2: <laughs> They got plenty last night. How about this?
0: This game, all together, yeah, it was fun. Big blowout win on national television. Revenge for last year, but it came out with some of the best stats just top to bottom that I've heard in quite some time. How about this? Dak Prescott, first player in NFL history to throw a touchdown to a running back a tight end, a wide receiver, and an offensive lineman in the same game. First one to ever do it I in second. an NFL game. You said, "What?" I thought it was second. I thought I, said I it. thought it was, second. It was second. Kurt Kurt Warner Kurt Warner. Oh, yep. It says Warner. right here, he is the first quarterback in NFL history to accomplish okay. his feet it's in a regular season game. Mm. Yes, Kurt playoff? did it. No,
1: it was in a playoff game okay, that Kurt did. There, there you go. And that makes sense.
0: Okay. So, and then the other one was the. it's the first time since 2012 that the Cowboys had an offensive. Defensive and special teams touchdown. So, Corey Clement with the block, baby. Let's talk about the the special teams touchdown. You're a big special teams guy. I am. Corey Clement came over the top. I mean, that was such a baller block, just over the top. It was almost like a basketball player. I, I hope
2: people respect these lower tier depth chart guys um, that are that are underappreciated in the public eye, but very highly valued within the team. You got guys like uh, Malik Turner. You got guys like <laughs> like. Corey Clement, both of these guys are balling out whenever their number is called. Special teams—they're guys, they're dudes out there. The core special teamers we talked about it in the preseason—who's going to be the core special teamers? Well, here you go. There's two of those guys right there. What happens on special teams? Well, you got Malik Turner down there covering kicks and doing what he does. And then on on pump block, on pump block, you obviously have Corey Clement making the block. Mm-hmm. And then you put you you put these guys. In, last week, Corey Clement steps up and plays running back. You know, in in a, in a big way. He doesn't yep. maybe the week before, whatever it was. He did, he did a good job in that role. Then you call on Malik Turner at the end of the game. and He does what he's been doing every time you call on his number when he's every time to step up. These guys are taking on a full workload as special teamers and then turning around and hopping into the offense and being productive as well. Kudos to those guys. They are productive. They're great players, and they're showing up for this team in big ways. And if you have to go down to your depth chart at any point in time in this final run, you
1: know you have guys you can depend on. And you have to feel confident. Uh, and the guys that you have because Noah Brown didn't play yesterday. And Noah Brown is a core guy. And you're right, man. Special teams-wise, we talk about the defense being the party, and every time the defense comes on, you get your popcorn ready, you don't step away from the television because you don't know what may happen. The same thing with the punt. Punt block, you know, punt team. You're sitting there like, okay, is Bones, is this, is this block? Is he did he call a block on this? And obviously you see it over and like, okay, he's sending them. He's sending them. And man, these guys are getting home. That was a fantastic play. Amazing. Uh Corey Clement under. made Ooh. and his ability to get over the top of the blocker and one hand that thing. But also, also, I mean, guys like Chauncey Golson, just yes. I mean, gifting the spot. Here, here it is. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I think he slammed the ball. He didn't get his ball, man. You gotta get that. I mean, it's a touchdown. Man. So oh, yeah. Yeah. This Where is everybody at that was complaining about the pump, the pump block? You know, what? early in the year. You remember that? You remember those
2: conversations we no, had? No, you
1: Saying it's too aggressive. No, no, no. And it was. Hey, a lot of people are not keeping the same energy. I no. It's a, the energy is shifted. I, right? remember, <laughs> I, I I specifically remember
2: people being angry that he was sending guys on pump blocks because somebody actually bumped into a kicker. It happens. It happens. You have to rush if you want to block kicks. And that was a great play by Corey Clement. That wasn't even a pump block call. That was just a rush. That yeah. was his that was just a just hey, him. That's just, just him. That's just Corey Clement running upfield. One, two, three steps. You work this drill over and over and over again. Three steps hard upfield. Come underneath, right? Three steps hard upfield. Come underneath. He got his hand in there. Avoid it. You see his avoid it. Avoid yeah. the uh, the Bow. ball. Bam. Got that hand in there.
1: Now that was special. And, and and I think the criticism from Fossil was just that last year we saw like the fake punt thing that went on with the Washington Ooh. football team. Just a, there were a few things that went awry. That last I think year. That, last. Yes, we're just basing a lot of criticism on last year. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, that stuff carried over? And then when you came into this season and you saw a few of the times where we could have got off the field and we ran into the the punter. Look, Look, cowboy fans are looking for something to feel good about. And I think no matter how you look at this team, you gotta feel good about what the special teams is doing. Yeah. I mean this is this is a point in the in the season where it's just like man Everything that we touch is turning to gold, bro. It's, it's got to, what is it, Isaiah? I just, is I just heard Holly Berry's voice in
2: my head when you said that. And everybody, keep it going.
1: Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I'll find out about that. <laughs>
2: one.
0: Yeah, we'll oh, talk man. about that
1: one later. Uh, Corey
2: Clement to feel good about
0: <laughs> Corey Clement after the block, and and I, I believe it was it was right after that play, and it was kind of everybody was partying in the stadium. It it was already wrapped up well before that, but. That was kind of the, the icing on the cake. That was the the cherry on top. And Chris Collinsworth on the NBC broadcast was talking about how there are teams that are clicking. You're, this is the time when you look at teams that are getting healthy Momentum. and teams that are starting to click. Are the Cowboys near the
2: top of that list yes. or the top of that list just based off of what you saw top. yesterday? The top. I mean, you take into account that our the defense has been balling out, and you're hoping that they're continuing to peak. You know, you you, you really don't want hoping, it to fall. You off. You don't want them to fall off. Yep. The defense has been playing really well towards the end of the season, so they're obviously on the uptrend. Now you have the offense slowly starting to get their their swag back. Right? I don't say slowly. Last week was a was a resemblance of the offense. This week they made an astronomical jump. If, they, if the offense can stay on this trajectory as well as the special teams making their contributions, you have to say the Dallas Cowboys are at the pinnacle yeah. of the momentum swing. And that's exactly what Chris Collinsworth was referring to. As you enter the playoffs, it's about the teams that are riding high. It's not necessarily about the best teams. Yeah. I hate and sorry to say that, everybody. It's not necessarily the best teams are going to win out. It's always the team that's playing the best going into the playoffs.
1: And it's not a coincidence that this team is healthy, too. And yeah. that's that's another thing that that yeah. pours into it. It's our ability, right? What's happened, even with COVID and ev- all the teams that are being affected by it, our just health has been one of the things I think at the latter half of the season has been, and i not knock on wood there, uh, has been – what I think has made the difference for this team in, in key positions, we hadn't. I, I keep saying this, and I keep thinking, but boy, we don't have Tyron Smith back, yep. you know, and we're playing like this, and we don't have Tyron Smith back. And so, once we get all of our weapons, man, I just, I, I'm with you. Um, I've watched so many teams catch fire; those wild card teams do it. I watched the New York Giants in the team that the, um, the year that you guys won the Super Bowl in a nine and seven squad lose actually to New England in their undefeated season or they were about to go undefeated Mm -hmm. and that was in a loss Mm -hmm. they were like yeah we could play with these guys Mm -hmm. and that momentum carried Mm -hmm. them all the way through that run so look we're picking at the right time.
0: Yeah and you go down the list number one Green Bay right now they did not play well on Saturday on Christmas night they did not play well and honestly if Baker Mayfield either throws a better ball there was pass interference I'm so
1: sorry for Cleveland fans
0: or they run the ball they probably win that game. I'm please. sorry for Dallas fans.
2: Why didn't they why didn't they just get a ball to Chubb? Where know. we where would we be he at was, today
0: if Charles would have just got the ball two more times? You would be the number one seed in the Freaking NFC. Freaking
2: A, man! I
0: mean, plain and simple, you'd be the number one seed.
2: Dallas fans tweet Baker Mayfield and say, "What don't the heck? What the don't
1: heck?" Uh,
0: <laughs> the
2: Buccaneers, <laughs> the Buccaneers,
0: below the Cowboys at the moment. They got back on track after getting shut out by the Saints. They won 30, 32 to six over the Carolina Panthers. Rams right underneath the Cowboys. Rams are actually the three seed at the moment, which is very interesting because they have a win over Tampa Bay. Mm. Thirty to twenty-three over the Vikings. They didn't necessarily look great. Matthew Stafford threw three interceptions. So if you want to take a look at the division leaders right now, the Cowboys are the ones that were very much so the most impressive or have been the most impressive over the last couple of weeks. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, it's smelly sticker time for the fourth straight week. We give our players of the game and hand out some stickers when we we return here to talking cowboys want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy
2: by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys.
1: Back to Talking Cowboys.
0: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Essilor here on Talking Cowboys. Got the mic flip back in the building nah, the, for a victory Monday.
1: The mic flip belongs to Rob P from yeah. now on. They don't, Dude, on it does not belong <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> 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 he hit that thing. <laughs> 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 he did it. He did
0: oh, it. Oh, it was outstanding. All right, we've got some smelly stickers to hand I'm out. sorry, guys. Cowboys go. get a 56-14 to 14 win. Over the Dallas, or excuse me, over the Washington football team. We beat ourselves. Yeah, they beat ourselves. Did not beat ourselves yesterday. That's a good thing. And the Cowboys still holding strong as the number two seed in the NFC conference race, which is very interesting, very tight
1: at the moment in terms. Don't of the nobody want to see us, Kyle?
0: I agree. If they play like they did yesterday, it's what nobody I said.
1: Nobody want to see us, segment. Kyle. I agree. Trust me, they in, they in, they are they are in Arizona right now, trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. How is this going to go? Dude, they're reeling, too. They're not even leading the division anymore. Oh, they're in trouble. I said mm-hmm. it. I said it, dude. They may not even make it. Yeah,
0: uh, they'll make it. They've already okay. clinched the playoff spot. Did they make it? Yeah, they've clinched the playoff spot already. Dang but, it. Uh, but, yeah, they may not win the division, though. Hop hurt them. That injury. D-Hop. Oh, that injury yeah. killed them. Yeah, it's a big one. Anytime you lose a receiver like that, you're – Severely limited, but all right, Heckma. We've got some smelly stickers. Tradition every time the Cowboys get a dub. Who was your smelly sticker? Who's going to get that sweet, sweet scratch and sniff?
1: Listen, I am. Oh, you want the big sticker today? No, no, no. That's the one. Those are the two from you and Rob. So I'm going to go with a little bit of mango here, Mm. and I'm going with a mango sticker for Cowboy Nation Uh, at the stadium yesterday. The stadium was rocking. And that is a home field advantage for our boys. So playoff time, I want to see that same energy, Cowboy Nation. Need it. Yeah. This mango's for you, baby. Let's mm. go.
2: I've never had a mango. You've never had a mango? No. The texture looks too soft for me. And it's pretty soft. It's pretty good. It is good. All right. Um, I'm going with a strawberry. Mm. With a K. Scrawl. Okay. That dude right there. You see that dude right there? You see that eye? You see the winking? Boom, boom. All right. The reason why it's winking, all right, this is Strawberry's winking with a little swag, is because that is Dak. Not Dakota. That's Dak. All right. Dak is back, and that was his little wink. Letting you guys know that he's back, right there. Dak is back. I'm throwing that right. You should have got
1: a bigger strawberry because for the big Dak energy. Mm. Mm. Say it with your chest. I'm not not going there with you today. Let's go. (laughs) I'm not not doing this. Let's go. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. wiggle. I'm not doing this with you. (laughs)
2: Let's go. I'm not not going there. It's not going to happen there. I'm not going to be pulled into that. I'm not (laughs) going to the
0: principal office today, y'all. All All right. I've got some grapes here. Mm. There's a lot of grapes on here. And actually, if you count them out, one, two, three, four, five. I see 11 grapes here. That means you could have at least 11 picks off of that grape stem. Ooh. You know, that sounds okay. a lot like a guy who uh, who has 11 picks. How about Trayvon Diggs? Hey. The way that he turned around and set the tone. The Cowboys offense didn't look good in that opening drive, but I cannot state how big that next play was when they challenged him deep. He stepped up, made a big play, and he said after the game, he looked right at that sideline, he stared him down. That Washington football team, their benches, B-E-N, and all on that sideline. And he said, why did you challenge me? On the first play of the game, and he has his 11th pick. So I'm giving the grapes to Mr. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, that
2: was disrespectful of them.
0: And, by the way, we do have an update from Rob Phillips. He hey. is giving his smelly sticker to the man who was a little frustrated to start the week. He hmm. talked about wanting to get the ball a little bit more. Oh, they, heard, they heard him. Oh, they heard him. They heard him. And they got to him early, yeah, and they threw him a ton of passes in that first half. And Amari Cooper gets Rob Phillips' smelly sticker today. Hopefully, we'll get Rob back at some point in the next couple days, but he will get that orange smelly sticker. This side of the helmet's starting to
1: fill up pretty quickly, Boy, boys. I'm How telling about you. That? that is uh that's just a byproduct of all the good plays, mm-hmm. players and, and everything that's been happening, man. To see – 11 wins, guys. 11 and 4. Could I mean, come on, seriously. That's good stuff. That's that good stuff. Great stuff. Also, not to mention we we
0: didn't even get to talk about it at the start of the show because we were so excited about the way that the Cowboys played, but how was your Christmas? Everybody have a good holiday. I did, man. man it was wonderful. I got to sit down. It was awesome. Yeah, I got to hang out a little bit. <laughs> what the kiddos get? And more stuff from Santa. Just stuff. More stuff. I don't know if they believe in Santa.
2: Mm. Are they oh.
0: listening to the show?
2: No.
1: Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Oh, everybody believes in Santa. Yeah, what hopefully. are you talking about? Hopefully. Santa's real.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Santa came to my house.
1: Did, did he? Which, what? Did he leave boot mm-hmm. boot marks?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, on the with the snow and everything on nice. the grass.
1: Yeah. No, oh, it was so. great. It was exciting. So, but yeah, no, the kids, the you. kids were all satisfied, and you know we had plenty of dinner. Was able to gather safely with uh, awesome. family members, yeah, yeah. and uh, man, That's you know, nowadays. indulged in some TikTok challenges. Did you now? Yes. Did you dance? I didn't. Yes. Did you he dance, did. Like, did he he dance did. like? He, didn't he? did. He Was it like D Law esh? Yes, no, D Law's. Right. I, I thought Stop I was the Chris. only one that Jesus. danced on TikTok. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris Beamer. Chris, can you, send it, yeah, Chris no. can you send it to us
0: footage. Yeah, Chris, you send it to us. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, Chris Beamer, Is your footage? Hey, just come huddle in here after you. Okay, oh, I got you. We'll yeah. be in there. We'll make
2: it happen. Can we put a side by side with him and D Law because D Law's dance was Oh, bad, man. Oh, did you see yeah. his pregame line? Man, yeah. you know, I big, you wow. know, big fellas, man. We hey, got to warm up a little bit. If that's gonna help him do what he had was more nimble. He could do that all day long, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I agree. Yeah, he has a pick six like that. He can do whatever he wants all right that's it for us here on talking cowboys hope everybody had a very merry christmas and happy holidays and continue to stay safe out there we've got plenty more to come throughout the week and tomorrow we hear from cowboys nation what is your thought process about the cowboys and how they've been looking after their 56 to 14 win over the washington football team but for chris beam for hekma harrison for isaiah Stanback, and the not so much here rob phillips i'm kyle yeomans we'll see you tomorrow on talking cowboys